0: Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast. Where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kalea Wassman.
1: And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life. Single or signal?
0: I can never say (laughs) single or signal Signal. when I need to say them. (laughs) appropriately it's so that's kind of really words. frustrating to me you
1: make that up is kind of weird. words.
0: yeah i do make yeah. up words hi this is the rebel muse podcast we're live we're live
1: hi yes
0: oh why don't you uh, introduce our beautiful guest today Melly? yeah
1: so we're so excited to have shanie Doe Darden. Shaney that will be an edit. Shanie Jo Darden here. She is the founder of the Keep A Breast Foundation as well as uh, many other ventures which we'll be talking about today. So hi, Shaney. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, oh Thank, thank you, you so much, so much for much being for here. Ha-
0: yeah.
2: Oh, for sure. It's great to see you guys,
1: as yeah. always. So we've met Shaney. We've known her for quite a long time. We were trying to figure out exactly how we've met. Um, I believe that I met you at the yoga studio. You started coming with... I think mutual friends and then you decided to take our teacher training program was that back in 2010? Uh, Yeah it's been a while
2: I was a I used to be a longtime resident of Oceanside so Mm -hmm. I loved going to Yoga Oceanside and when I was ready to take my personal practice to the next level I really wanted to do teacher training and what a better place than with you guys at Yoga Oceanside so it's interesting that I love seeing you guys here together because I know you both separately mm-hmm. so right. once you're like oh yeah you know my husband I'm like really and then
1: <laughs> here we are yeah so talk about that how did you meet Kaleo we met also, gosh, a long time ago. probably... Yeah, what, 07, you think? Maybe
2: you guys were playing on the Vans Warp Tour. I right? think you were on the Volcom stage.
0: Oh, my gosh. So I've known so you. That Check was this out. Long 2001. 2001 is yes. when we met each other. Yes. Oh, my so gosh.
2: It's been a long time. And Keep Abreast has been on the Vans Warp Tour with our traveling education booth for all these years. So being a part of that family. Um, just shows, you know, extending to today. Here we are. Just I mean, doing your cool podcast.
0: That, that warp Tour family is really something so unique and so special. And um, it, it only makes sense that we know each other from there. And of course, I've had every I, Heart, Boobies bracelet on the planet. <laughs> and I would throw it out after every performance, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fantastic. As yeah. you should. Mm-hmm. As you should. <laughs> Share the
1: love. So that was 2001. So let's see, you started Keep A Breast Foundation in 2000. Is that correct? In 2000. So very early on, um, Kevin Lyman, the founder of the Vance Warped
2: Tour, noticed what we were doing. And, you know, he's that kind of guy. He has his eye in the sky on everything kind of cool and new. And he just said, this is awesome. I love what you're doing. You need to come out on tour. And it was the beginning of really our, it was the beginning of the organization, but it was also the beginning of our educational
1: programs. Mm, that's interesting. That's amazing. So, you are, your history, though, you are an artist and a designer. And you were in the, the action sports industry for a long time? Yeah, I grew up in San Diego. I worked for a lot of different skate companies in San
2: Diego. I went to fashion school, so there aren't very many high-end fashion brands out of San Diego to work for. So naturally, I just you know worked in the skateboard industry, and it was my personal interest as well. I loved skateboarding. I used to always hang out at the Del Mar Skate Ranch, and my brother was a skateboarder, so you know, kind of a tomboy working in that industry was natural. And I um, produced art events and just did all kinds of cool things. And Keep A Breast was just an extension of of all of that. And yeah, we're here 17 years strong with Keep A Breast. Wow.
0: So that's really, such that's amazing. So cool. That's so really cool. Proud.
1: So what was the catalyst going from that world to starting Keep A Breast Foundation? Um, When did you start it?
2: Well, I was doing an art exhibition
1: um, under this brand called Modart
2: that a friend of mine named Mona and I created.
0: And this is here in Oceanside area?
2: This was in San Diego. It first started in San Diego during the action sports trade shows. Oh
0: yeah, ASR. Yes. We used to play those things.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Right, okay. So we did these big exhibitions because we felt there was a hole that needed to be kind of filled with art from the community. So we started gathering all the artists in surf, skate, snow under one roof and we would have a fashion show, an art show, movie premieres, all that kind of stuff. So we were doing these big exhibitions every year when a friend of ours from that community, a woman named Margaret Kilgallen, she's a painter, and um, we would show her art in our exhibitions um, had breast cancer. So Keep A Breast began just out of an idea to do one show, one thing to help one person. Wow, and it has grown exponentially. Seventeen years. Yeah, yeah. it's All bananas. Right. We're doing yeah. work um, in Japan, in Mexico, in Europe, in Canada, in Chile. Um, this year, we're starting to do work in Germany and Italy. So it's like, it's, I, it's amazing to step outside of my body and just be like. <laughs> Wow, this is so cool and so important, and I'm so blessed to do the work I do because I I was a designer in the skateboard industry. I
1: never in a million years would thought I would be doing something like this with my life. Well, I think having that background and being in the skateboard industry and the action sports and having all of the the art and the design, I mean, that stuff that the youth are – Uh, they look up to, right? They get interested in that. So you're able to to bridge the gap between something that they're interested in and now this breast cancer awareness and education. So I noticed when you are doing all of your events at the the Warp Tour, the booths were just filled with young people, right? They were so excited to find out more and the education level of everything you're bringing together was really inspiring. So how do you find now that, that that's how you started bridging that gap? Do you still find that inspiration with the art and the skating and all of those communities as you're moving forward in Keep Abreast?
2: Uh, absolutely. I mean, I couldn't have said that better. It was a <laughs> perfect marriage of inspiration and um, purpose and passion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, art is the core of Keep Abreast. It's, it's who we are. The first thing we ever did was make the breast cast, which is the three-dimensional sculpture of women's breasts that are painted by artists. Those are beautiful. And They're, you can see
0: them on your website actually too, right?
2: On our website, on our Instagram, everywhere. Yeah, keepabreast.org. Um, uh-huh. Yes, mm-hmm. so incredible. And it's really, you know, when Margaret was diagnosed and when we first started Keep A Breast, I was in my 20s, mm-hmm. so it was shocking. At that time, 17 years ago, nobody knew you could get breast cancer in your 20s. Like,
0: right. you just thought it
2: was your grandma's disease or something. So, right. it was really important for me to raise awareness among my peer group of young women that this is something that can happen to us, to our friends, to our sisters, mm-hmm. not just to our mothers. So, it was just natural for me to. You know, reach to the culture that I came from, which was music and skateboarding and say, OK, well, I'm going to do something very serious, but I need to flip it in a way to get attention from young people. Right. Great insight, accessible. by the way. Yeah.
0: That's just amazing insight. And that's where the inspiration for I Heart Boobies.
2: Exactly. I right. mean I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm not a nurse. I don't come from a traditional nonprofit background. So I would have never created a nonprofit organization that was traditional. I mean everything we have been done has been, you know, on the other side of that pink line.
0: <laughs> I like that.
1: Really. Right. I like that, yeah. That's really oh wow. so so coming back to those keep a breath or the I love boobies. I heart. Boobie. I heart, yeah. well, I yeah. love boobies. I, I heart, heart boobies, boobies. yeah. Um, Something happened back in, gosh, I think you, when you were at the studio, at the yoga studio, I think in Pennsylvania, there was a couple of girls that got in trouble for wearing those bracelets, right? Was it 2010? Yeah, it was around that time um, the bracelets had become
2: this overnight sensation. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, created this cool graphic, this cool design. And I just thought, oh, well, you know, who doesn't heart boobies? Everybody (laughs) hearts boobies. Every single person. So (laughs) I wanted to make a bracelet and get a conversation going. And it's just another way to get young people to talk about something serious. Mm -hmm. So that was the whole point. And it became this overnight... Crazy success. They were getting banned in schools across the country. That's what it was. And then, yes, two girls in Pennsylvania were suspended from school for wearing the bracelet. They actually sued their school. Yes. It was Breast Cancer Awareness Day at their school that day. And the like <laughs> insanity, their teacher oh. their principal actually was a breast cancer survivor. Oh
0: come on.
2: And wow. the case actually went to the Supreme Court. So they the they had tried them and the girls won and then the school repealed the case and then it went again and again all the way it, yeah, wow. so I created something.
0: You're definitely <laughs> stirring some that stuff is up. The
2: Supreme Court, <laughs> which wow. is pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. I know. <laughs> it's all about loving boobies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean, I would have never in a million years thought anyone would take offense mm-hmm. to the word boobies. No. Never.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't underestimate the stupidity of the people in charge.
2: Man,
1: oh <laughs> gosh, don't get me started it's on that. Yeah. in this day and age. It's, yeah, it's pretty
2: wild. It was a surprise. I mean, <laughs> being coming from California, you know, we have this um, unique life and freedom that a lot of the rest of the country doesn't have. So I think mm-hmm. um,
1: it was a big surprise, big shocker. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, along with Ki- the Keep Abreast Foundation, part of that is the Non Toxic Revolution. Will you talk to us about that? Yes, uh, Non Toxic Revolution is one of our programs. And
2: I started that program because more and more science started coming out about the environmental links to causing cancer. Mm -hmm. And with the percentages of new cancer diagnosis, only 10% is related to your family history. The rest is environmental.
0: Incredible.
2: So 90% of people being diagnosed with cancer these days, all types of cancer is related to your environmental exposures. That's wow. amazing. Exactly. That's
0: Jeez. what I
2: was like. Mind right. blown. Now, yeah. now,
0: we're not just talking like household items like Comet or bleach. We're actually talking about pesticides and food and all of Everything the, all toxins across the board. Shampoos, yeah. conditioners, soaps, anything. All of that. Wow. All
2: of that, as well as like, you know, exposures in the workplace. A lot of people have some pretty toxic environments that they work in, mm-hmm. which is so cool that your yoga studio is a green studio. Yeah. So it's great that you guys do all you can to provide not only a place for people to practice yoga, but also a safe, non-toxic space is really important. Yeah. So I created the program because obviously this mind blowing information appeared. And I was like, oh my God, I have to do something about it. No one's talking about this. What do we do? (laughs) So there's a huge report called The State of the Evidence. And and I struggle reading it. It's all written by scientists. And it is all this information, basically, that we have in our website. So we kind of still down the science into actionable things that people can do in their everyday life that is going to lower their exposure ultimately, which will lower their risk to cancer.
1: That's beautiful. So, so people yeah, don't have to in your read this household report. They can just find the, the information on your website. Exactly. Much more, e- much easier to read and understand, I'm sure. So for those listening It's super overwhelming. Yeah. Like you said, you're allergic to everything, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So how do you figure
2: it out? And it's so scary. There's so many things. So we make it easy where you can go into the different sections and kind of pick one thing at a time. And just, it's a,
1: it's a lifelong of work. Mm-hmm. There's no one quick fix. And right. I think that everything you can do, even one little change that you can make is better than not changing anything. One thing that you can choose to, to have organic or to have without any chemicals in it can make a difference. And then slowly you can continue to, to grow that. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. It's your behaviors. Mm-hmm.
0: Was there anything that you changed something that you personally changed that that you had no idea that it was bad for you
1: hmm.
2: i mean it's it's kind of it's it's my mind
0: really <laughs> my changing, mind, changing your mind is a good thing my
2: mind is like the one thing i didn't know it was bad for me but it's that idea that you feel like you can go shopping in a grocery store and pick something on the off the shelf and buy it you feel that it's safe because it's there you think like well someone must have vetted that no one would you know intentionally sell me something that has carcinogens in it something that's gonna hurt me nobody's gonna do that on purpose so it was really this you know idea of like ah gotta I have to look out for myself Mm -hmm. I have to learn how to read labels I have to get a basic understanding of which chemicals to stay away from Mm -hmm. so it's it's a process and it's not easy and most of these chemicals are
1: really hard to say or understand so we try to make it as simple as possible for people so it comes down to empowerment and education and then implementing all of those little little things into your life with everything yeah with everything Empowerment,
2: education, empowering—you know—young people really to be their own health advocates.
1: Mm-hmm. Ask questions, look yeah. into things. Yeah,
0: try to read. <laughs> try. Pra- practice well, your try. reading.
1: Those words are about yeah. fifty characters long, and you know, have no idea what they
0: mean. You know, but... if I can't read it, why do I? Why do I need it? Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> that's a
1: new shirt. Yeah. If, if I can't, can't read, read it, why, it, why do I need, need it? it? Yeah. Why would I ever
0: want to eat something I can't pronounce?
1: It's true. Why would yeah. you? Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: unless it was, like, a foreign, like, Latin word or something like that. Like, right. But you know, then like, I, I would learn how to say it.
2: Carrot. You know what carrot Plantains. Is.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: plantains are okay by me. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: All right. Okay. So, non-toxic revolution. Let's go back a little bit to um, some other avenues that you are getting the awareness out with Keep abreast. I know mm-hmm. Brubies. I say that right? Brewbies. There's one for me to try to remember. Um, you've had. Is this now the third year that you've done Brewbies Fest? Um, Brewbies started as a local
2: event. It started in um, Carlsbad. Eight, this is our eighth year. Wow. Oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah, okay, so, so we've been around Oceanside for, I think, three of them. Exactly. Yeah. So it
2: started at Pizza Port Brewery oh. um, by a w- wonderful young woman named Melanie Pierce. Oh, no, no, no. She worked at Pizza Port for many, many, many years. And she wanted to do... They're always doing some type of festival there. And she wanted to do a festival that gave back. So she came up with the concept of creating the Brewbies Festival. She invited, you know, the brewers to all come. And she had asked them all to make a pink beer. Because she loves pink. And this festival just took off. It's grown every year. Um, For the last three years, we've had it in Oceanside at Bagby Beer. And then the last two years, it's expanded to Alameda at Faction Brewing. And the next year, it's also expanding to Denver. So this means you have three per year. We have three per year starting next year. And to date, this festival has raised over $350,000 for Keep Abreast. Yes. And it's like super grassroots. It's as craft as you can get. Mm -hmm. It is a true craft beer festival that is very, very unique where... The majority of the brewers all bring a pink beer in addition to something else really special. How fun. It's super fun. I've yeah. gotten to make some of the beers, wow. be a part of the brewing process, and it's it's exciting. It's really um, scientific. It's really an art to make a beer. I had no idea.
0: It's an and art I, to drink one as well. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on your drinking style. <laughs> but no, I mean, how fantastic brewbies to go along with this that's just really great thinking and just great words to turn it on its head again
2: yeah it's one of our you know core fundraisers that we really really depend on nice
0: fantastic
1: so the Treasured chest program these are beautiful casts of women's breasts and their their whole bust right yeah Is it their whole bust yeah so what was your favorite cast that you've done Maybe not favorite because it's, you know, there are survivors. It's uh, maybe one of the most poignant or one that sticks out in your mind the most. Oh, gosh. Do you I have mean, one?
2: I have made at least 1,500 oh, breast casts gosh. over wow. the years. So
0: Oof.
2: these hands.
0: Oh, that's a lot of boobs. i
2: Have touched <laughs> a lot one. of boobs. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. I'm proud yeah. of that.
1: <laughs> yes, but it's
2: something that. You know, I wanted to use, obviously, art is a communicator. Um, Art is a way to express feelings. Art is a way to talk about things that are difficult. So the breast cast itself is, you know, not only a beautiful sculpture of a woman's body, which celebrates their shape in any form, Mm -hmm. but it's also like this beautiful conversation starter as well. And when you walk into a room or in a gallery and you see all these busts, it's like, wow, there is um, something going on here really special and you're looking at the art. You're not looking at like yourself or you're not judging your own body or your own breasts, which, you know, a lot of women do. And so with the treasure chest program, it's a special program just for breast cancer survivors. And we offer a kit that you can get on our website. It's free. We just ask for a small donation for, to cover the shipping costs. And it has the plaster. It has all the materials and instructional video. Everything you need to do one of these casts in your own home. Because mm. I can't be everywhere. Right. So it kind like of seems are. like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's a, it's a wonderful opportunity to do something artistic and creative and really healing. Through your process, whether it is before surgery or after a surgery, it has um, totally different meaning. But I, I can't pick just one. Of course, um, mm-hmm. that each one is unique and beautiful and has its own like, you know, spiritual meaning to the piece of to art. You know, I really thing. get attached to some of them. Some of them I'll, I'll never sell. They're part of my private collection. Um, you know, some of them are, are very valuable. Some of the people have passed away. Wow. So they're just, um, they're incredible. They're priceless.
0: So
1: the, yeah, absolutely. So the person who's being casted, the survivor, do they do, they do the art on it as well? Yes. Okay. So for the Treasure Chest program specifically, the
2: survivor, they make their own cast. They do their own art on it. They do what they want with it. Um, we also do exhibitions where I personally do the castings, and we curate groups of artists to paint them. And we exhibit them and we sell them. So I just casted a group of women musicians who are on the Vance Warped Tour this year. I did all of their casts and they're being sent out to artists this week. And then they'll be exhibit exhibited on the Warped Rewind, Rewind Cruise. That's a word that's tough to that's say. That's a big that one, right a there. Hard one Warped yeah. Rewind Cruise, which is a super cool cruise that's happening later this year. So the busts will be um, exhibited on the cruise and auctioned and displayed and... I'm really looking forward to that. We've never had boobs on a boat before.
0: (laughs) I mean, all of the one-liners so far out of this podcast (laughs) are going to be incredible. I yeah. love
1: My it. boobs are on a boat. boobs are yeah. on a boat. So the people that do have them cast, they do their art. Some of them keep them for themselves, mm-hmm. but others go to you and you bring them to art galleries or, or different events. Is that yes, correct? Yes, absolutely.
2: Okay. And we're, yeah. we have another exhibition in France this October mm-hmm. with our partner, um, Jean Dubois. They have uh, some beautiful boutiques and we're doing a large exhibition and auction there. So that's a cool one too.
1: Wow, they're so
0: beautiful. All over the world. Yeah. You are so action packed. I am so happy that we actually got this time to spend with you and to do this interview right now.
1: I couldn't oh, believe wow. you were in the area when we reached out. She's here? Oh. <laughs> Melanie asks and I appear. <laughs> Thank you, you <laughs> that's, how it usually, that's
0: how it usually happens around here. <laughs> i like to get my way as it should (laughs)
1: you are like a superhero oh thanks (laughs) so actually speaking of superheroes superheroes. (laughs) i have this in front of me right now um so faith is a superhero in a comic book from the valiant collection and you're doing a they did a, a collaboration here and it's it is pretty amazing will you tell me about faith and about the collaboration yeah faith is awesome she is our latest ambassador And
2: as ambassadors with Keep Abreast, we work with a lot of musicians, a lot of athletes, a lot of people that just support our cause and help us spread the word, which helps us also reach a core young audience in an authentic way. Mm -hmm. It's not just us telling you about, you know, loving your boobs or doing your self-check or, you know, carrying your plastic-free products. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really... If your favorite superhero is gonna tell you to check your boobs, you might listen to her more than you're gonna listen to me. So well, you're my favorite superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, but faith is awesome. She has um, taken the world by storm. she is um, she's been around for a while as a comic book hero, but she's recently left and gone out on her own and she has her own comic series and she has done a very special edition issue where um, her and her friend had gone to the Vans Warp Tour and they saw the Keep a Breast booth and they learned how to do their self-check and then her friend later calls her and is afraid that she has a lump. So this issue addresses some serious issues in a lighthearted way, but also in a very real and detailed way. You know, it's not, um, they don't brush over anything. So I'm really proud of this comic book issue, and we'll have the you could have the link in the um, oh the show notes for sure on the podcast, yep. so people mm-hmm. can download it. It's free. You can download it. You can read it. You can share it with your friends, and you know maybe it's even a really good way to. Start talking to, you know, your teenagers. If you have young women in your family, you can show them this issue. Mm-hmm. It's very educational and we're really proud of it. I've never seen anything like this before.
0: Yeah, How neither exciting. have I. Amazing. Yeah. That's just another great way to bring this awareness to such a different way to see things. Yeah. Instead of going to WebMD. All the time because you think you may have something. And then all of a sudden you go to WebMD and you have everything. Yeah. (laughs) You have all the things. Exactly. All the
2: things. And, you know, the comic book community is a unique community. And that's where Keep A Breast thrives. We thrive within unique communities, whether it's the surf, the skate, you know, the alternative music community, you know, we're trying to do a big exhibition within the country music community in the future. Mm -hmm. And now we're working in the comic community. It's just, it's really special. And we are definitely a
1: unique, different organization. We're not your normal, like, pink ribbon breast cancer charity. Right. No, you're very accessible and, and educational and inspirational. I love it. Yeah, I know we've always been big supporters and we had a an event at the studio a few years back, a Keeper Best um event so awesome. and I was amazed at how everyone there has been touched in some way in their life by breast cancer whether it's been themselves, a scare, a friend, a family member. So it was it was beautiful seeing yeah. everyone everyone get together and and wanting to take that information and learn how to check themselves and be in community of people that have gone through something. Uh, similar to them. So it's a, it's an amazing community. Everyone seems like they're there to, to help themselves, help each other.
2: Yeah, and yeah. just like you said, you'll be in a room of people, and you know, I do talks at schools and colleges all the time, and I'll ask people, you know, how many here knows someone who's been diagnosed with breast cancer? And everyone in the room raises their hand, and at Cupa Breast, we always say that you know, cancer is something that happens to the whole family. Mm. It's not just something that's happening to one person. So, you know, at Warped Tour, we have the opportunity to talk to young people where they're in a place that they're having, you know, the best day of their lives. So they're happy and they're going to come up to us and be like, wow, what's this? And they'll be like, oh my gosh. And it's a place for them to feel like they can share what's going on with them. Maybe Mm -hmm. with their favorite band who's hanging out in our tent, who's also gone through the same thing that they've gone through. So we try to make this, you know, beautiful, comfortable space of sharing stories, sharing support, and giving, you know, educational information that ultimately will lead, you know, to healthier lives for them. But also, you know, many times the young people will bring it home to their moms and, you know, they'll come back to us the next year and be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. My mom is okay because I gave her your information and she found a lump and she's fine. So it's this beautiful space of, you know, openness and education and support, like you said, on all levels for everyone in the family. You know, sometimes you see this guy walk by your booth and he's maybe a weird looking dad that's kind of, you're like, what's he staring at? And then (laughs) all of a sudden he'll walk up and drop like a hundred dollar bill in your donation jar and just walk away. And you're like, what? Mm. And then, you know, we'll walk up to him and we'll thank him and he'll say, oh yeah, my wife is battling right now. And so just having these these beautiful moments of connection mm-hmm. is really something that um, we kind of open up the world and our audience to, to share with us. And we that. are
0: more connected than we are not connected in the yeah. grand scheme of things, you know? And so, yeah, that's incredible. And we have all these like judgments that come up in our minds because we've been kind of trained to be like that. But then you have a story like that and you're just like, oh, Wow. Amazing. Okay. Good. Everything I thought, throw that out the window because this is so different and cool.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So, you do have a retreat coming up. We do. We have a special retreat coming
2: up at the end of October. It's a retreat for cancer survivors. It's at one of my favorite places in Mexico um, called Playa Viva. Mm. which is near Zihuatanejo. So if anyone ever can go on a vacation, definitely go to Playa Viva. It's an (laughs) eco-retreat, right? Um, It's an eco-resort, and we'll be doing... We have a special teacher, yoga teacher who does yoga for cancer recovery. Mm -hmm. So we'll be doing yoga. We have a writing workshop from our partners at Allswell. And we're also doing a special healing called Heal the Cause, which um, through different techniques is identifying... Um, something in your life, maybe there was a trauma or a situation that was directly related to the cause of your cancer. So it's going back and really healing that moment for, Mm. you know, optimal wellness. We're all trying for this optimal health, whether physical, spiritual, bringing that all together. So with the retreat, we'll be doing that and just, you know, chilling and eating good food and Mm. sitting on the beach. Sounds
1: amazing. You know,
2: taking some time out. So it's, um, yeah, there's more information about the retreat on our website. It's almost sold out. So definitely oh. check it out. Oh, yeah. We could probably squeeze in maybe yep. one more, more person. <laughs> oh
0: and it's keepabreast.org, but we'll have that in the show notes as yeah, well, well. So they can just go directly to it.
2: Notes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. And then our big project right now, our global project is our app. So we have designed this super cool app. It's called Check Yourself. It's free in the iTunes and the Android store. And it's a super simple app. It just shows you how to do your self-check. And you can set an automatic reminder that will send you a text message once a month when you want, whatever day you want, whatever time you want, to remind you to check your boobs. So the whole point is to get young women in the habit of this healthy breast routine from a young age. So it's not like you have to check your boobs every month and it's not this like medical thing. It's not a bummer thing. It's not like, oh, I'm checking for cancer. Mm -hmm. It's really just like, loving your body, knowing what's normal for you, and getting in this habit. And even if you don't do it, you're going to get this reminder and you're going to think about it. Oh, okay. And just like sending positive messages to your breasts is like a yes. healthy thing. Like, I Absolutely. love you. Absolutely. Know? I love you. Yeah. Send and, them and everyone else in Mel. the world loves you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love you. I love you, boobs. You know, like those things, they just make your boobs happy. So we have this app. You can download it. We have it in Japanese, Spanish, French, German. Italian, um, all kinds of languages. So we're working um, really to promote this around the world. Um, Most people now in all countries, no matter where you live, have a cell phone. So it's really of putting this power into people's hands of their own health.
0: Yeah. And it really comes down to everyone taking care of their own health first. Yeah. And it's really important just to have that awareness and to be aware. It's, It's amazing. It's It's almost like you thought of everything, you know? I'm just, I'm over here just blown away moment by moment with this. I know. Wow. Well,
2: and we're a really small organization, so, you know, we do a lot and we have a lot of reach and we're really lucky to have a massive community around the world supporting us, but, you know, we're tiny. I only have, like, three full-time staff members, um, a a couple, like, um, freelancers that are helping with design and accounting and social media and all the things, you know, like, you got to have all the things to make it work.
1: <laughs> and I'm only one person. So only so many minutes in a day. I have a small team, yeah. but we're super mighty.
0: Yeah, yes. you are super mighty. Yeah. Wow.
1: So do you still do any design or any artwork for this? <laughs> Keep Impressed? Because um, you have so much free time. Well, my, my personal <laughs> art really
2: is the cast. Okay. Is that I really focus on the actual making the cast. So for me, it's this like very personal moment it's a very intimate moment there's someone standing in front of me you've never met me you're naked i'm plastering you your boobs with baby oil and <laughs> rubbing you with plaster i mean it's like it's a crazy moment so for me really sounds like a great one it's a great one. Yeah,
0: exactly <laughs> but
2: creating these casts and making them as perfect as possible is really honoring the individual who's volunteering to be casted right. to create um a beautiful canvas that i can then pass to the artist so I spend wow. a lot of time making casts. It's really like each one I get so into and I'm like so proud of them.
0: Mm. And
2: I don't have too much time for like my own personal art other than that. But, um, but I will. I'm working. I got some stuff yeah. in the works. So secret projects. casted yourself? You can't cast yourself. You can't. It's too hard. Okay. I've been casted, of okay. course. Yeah. Um, many times. But um, yeah, you need to have someone do it for you. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Have I casted you? No. Oh, my gosh.
0: Oh, that's going to be the next Rebel Amuse podcast. Yes. <laughs> a live casting on <laughs> a podcast.
1: That would be so fun. Yeah. 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 We need to cast you. Ooh. And then who paints it?
2: I don't know. We can see. Who do you want? You got to pick, like, your oh, favorite no. artist and then, and
1: then you approach them. Yeah. Maybe we could auction amazing. it something. That would be so cool. If any of the
0: listeners is an artist and you want to paint <laughs> Melanie's bust, we we can work something out here. I yeah,
1: bust. Oh, that's generous yeah. of you. I hate my bust, just call them boobs.
0: I heart boobies. You're sharing yes. your
1: wife's boobies. No, wait, wait. That's a good question.
0: What is a? I thought a bust was like the whole the whole torso, which is this is kind of is.
1: Well, it not right? a bust with the head too. Like when you see a oh, statue is of that a bust? it? yeah, a it's like that. Of a bust. With no arms, and it was just like that
0: statue head. on the old Batman episodes where they lift the head up and you push the red button and the bookshelf would open and there'd be two poles to go down into the Batcave. All right, yeah, that just bust. lost me, but yes, yes.
1: Yeah.
0: I didn't lose everybody. I hope. Why? And if I did, just nah. fast forward that part. Never play You got it. That is. you are.
1: <laughs> I hope we have some um, comic book fans out there today. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
0: Faith, yeah, faith and all.
1: So uh, you are so busy. So, so busy. Where do you find your inspiration and motivation to, to keep going with all of this? I mean, it just seems like every time I, I follow you, of course, you, and keep abreast on Instagram, and I, I'm kind of up to date with everything, but there seems like there's always more, which is really exciting. How I mean, are, my motivated? inspiration
2: really just comes from you know, the inspiration to keep going comes from our audience. Mm -hmm. It comes from the people. It comes from being called to appear, you know? So when we're called, we, we show up, you know, Mm -hmm. we're needed. We have to go. And even just the other day, I got this sweetest Facebook message from a survivor that I casted 10 years ago. That was like, I've really just been thinking about this lately. And I just wanted to thank you. And you did this beautiful cast for me 10 years ago. And I'm just like, crying you know like yeah. we cry a lot at Keeper Rest because it's very emo job <laughs> wow. um, I love but crying. it's like the thanks getting thanks from yeah. whether you know it's young people thanking us for information or survivors you know whatever that mm-hmm. that's, keeps us going for sure it keeps us feeling needed it keeps us feeling that the work we're doing is important it and is. Um, so it's and yeah
0: I mean, that's how you know that you're in a position of passion. Yeah, it's when you, when it like pulls on those those heartstrings for you. Absolutely. And it keeps you going. And and like going back to the whole we are all connected thing. And these things are just so connected to you, and they are connected to you, and you're connected to them. It's it, it That's seriously, that's the most important thing to keep doing something. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm I hearing,
1: I'm seeing that you are completely living and following your dharma. I mean, this seems like it is your, your life's work and your true path, and you're, you're doing it. It That's is. That's so inspiring. And, that. That. and good.
2: To, to know that I am being used in this lifetime for my highest and greatest good mm. is like just constant chills every day. You know, I feel so blessed and so lucky that I get to do the work that I love doing, that I've been chosen to do. A, this was like a chosen thing. It wasn't something I just made up one day. Right. You know, I never said I wanted to start a nonprofit organization. So I just really live in gratitude to use my gifts that I
1: have for something so great. It's It's That's beyond awareness. That is perfect. Yeah. So you've been called wow. to serve and you are serving very well. So we're really, really grateful to know you. Yeah. Yeah. So... Final question What is next for Shaney Joe? We know what's next for Keeper Best. You have these events coming up, you have your app that's out. What is next for Shaney Joe Darden? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, well, I do have one big
2: project next, but it's secret. Okay. So. Hmm. We're not wow.
1: talking about that We're yet. not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone needs to follow so Instagram, there. Shaney Joe Darden. Also, keep abreast. We're going to have everything in the show notes so that we can find out this mysterious surprise.
0: Maybe find out. Maybe we can't we talk about
1: out. it. Maybe we we'll let the cat <laughs> out of the bag sometime next year. Okay. Right. And don't but, forget
0: that next month is already October, which is Breast Awareness.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month mm-hmm. nationally. Actually, internationally. We call it Breast Cancer Prevention Month because our focus is on prevention. Mm -hmm. So the majority of other organizations out there, which maybe a lot of the listeners are familiar with, are organizations that are really focused on a cure and research, which is awesome. There's a lot of huge organizations out there that raise millions of dollars to fund research. We're small. (laughs) You know, if I was to give $5,000 to a research project, it's not going to make much Mm difference, But we know that we can help change people's hearts and change people's minds and educate people specifically about prevention. So that's our focus. That's why we, along with a few other organizations that are focused on prevention, really push its Breast Cancer Prevention Month because it's not enough just to talk about it. You have to take action. You have to do something. Um, Breast cancer, you know, it doesn't discriminate. It happens to Mm -hmm women, um, all ages, even men. Mm-hmm. So it's something that we have to all choose to be our own health advocates.
0: Much better story than awareness. Prevention. Mm-hmm. Prevention. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's our story.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love your story. I am just simply amazed just always with you. Aww. And yeah, it's just, I'm so thankful to um, share space with you, especially Aww. in this time-space reality.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. a crazy time and I'm really grateful to be here with you guys and I love seeing you together and I love, you know, the evolution of what you both are doing personally but also together. So thank you for using, you know, your platform to, you know, highlight the work of other people
1: that you care about. It's really important. Thank you Shani. Thank of you for all you do. And nice. we'll have everything in the in the liner notes and um, thanks. Thank, we'll thank you so you much, love. Allahu. Peace out. <laughs>